Blog Talk Radio. Jerry and everybody to StreamYard, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Vibe Time with Jerry on Facebook. All those locations so nobody can say I didn't know where to find your show at. So tonight I have my special guest, John Stevens. Y'all know the third Tuesday of every month, we are always talking about paranormal and pretty much what we did. (laughs) So that is what we're going to be talking about. But first, let me just update a few things. Let me get my calendar. All right. March 4th, David Flowers and I are going to be teaching our class, our Paranormal 101 class um, at the Manor House, $50. It's from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. So we're going to teach the class, but you're also going to be able to go on your own investigation, and equipment is going to be included with that. So you don't have to even bother bringing equipment. You can just use the one that. We have. So that's that. Seats are limited on that. Make sure you hook up with David Flowers or if any of my friends are on here, just message me and I'll put you in the right direction for that. And then let's see. March the 12th, Cabin on 360 is having their first event. That is going to be uh, $25 for your ticket. And it starts, doors are open up at 6 o'clock, but I believe the investigation part starts at 7 p.m. So that is going to be for, to benefit Alzheimer's. So that, that money is going to go to the Alzheimer's Association. And then let me skip to April because John Stevens, he'll go over events. April 30th. Wait a minute. April 30th is going to be our Boo Bitches Paranormal event, um, and we still have tickets for that, y'all. So we have a Boo Bitch Paranormal event page. Look for, yeah, look for those tickets. Um, those are $60. All the money that we make for that or all the money that that is drawn in for that is going to go to uh, the local shelter safe harbor in Richmond. So we've already had we already have that set up, and that's going to be a lot of fun because that's going to be like an all girls night out. So we're going to have fun. There's no men allowed at that. Let me see. All right. So John Stevens, let me get him off of mute because we have a lot to talk about. I see your little hand. Hey. Hello. How are you? Hey, Mom. I tell you what, 
this winter stuff is for the birds. I'm telling you, it's time to warm things up, get out, and start investigating again. I feel like we've been in John hibernation. Yes, I know. Uh, John Sullivan told me to tell you hello. Um, I, I'm trying to um, uh, watch the comments, and but it's a, it's about a 10-second delay. So, um, Kimberly, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, I saw Gene uh, uh, Wells thinks it's going to get moist in here at any moment, and then uh, um, John Sullivan is uh, the the uh, Fredericksburg Paranormal um, 2022 tour has kicked off already mm-hmm. this year, so. I'm, Kind of interested in hearing about all his uh, his adventures, but um, oh, yeah. uh, uh, the March fourth event at the uh, Manor House at Powhatan Plantation with um, with David Flowers and yourself. I am um, I'm going to try to make that event, and then um, also. The Cabin on 360 event on the 12th. Really looking forward to that as well. So I'll get you for two whole uh, weekends. I don't know what <laughs> I'm going to do with myself. I know. And I, I feel like it's been a long time since we've, we've uh, been to the cabin and done anything there. It uh, And we had a good time the last time. It's just it, it was back in... Uh, I guess it was in December, right? It was right, right at Christmas, maybe before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. You're right. We we did um, one at the Manor House, like the 18th or something like that. Wasn't it the Manor House? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we took pictures yeah. of the Christmas tree that fell over. That's that's right. The Christmas tree then toppled <laughs> over on nearly a disaster. Yeah, um, almost. Cattle product, John. <laughs> the biggest Remember? Christmas tree has to topple over. <laughs> uh, now, now you you were you went to the uh, manor house. Was it last weekend? I did. I sure did. Kind of snuck away without me there. I know. I did, but that was, you know what, I had posted that, that was like a, um, that was like a private investigation, and uh, we had a few people come, Jack White came, his niece came, her dad came, and um, a friend of hers came, and then it was John and Anita Savage, they came. But okay. it was like a private investigation, and I had I had put it out there, and D.C. or Wark was supposed to come, but he wasn't able to make it because he had to work the next day. So I think he said that he was going to try to make the fourth also, if I remember right. So that was kind of oh. like set up as like, a, yeah, like a private investigation. Um, but I had put it out there. Um, but it was, I mean, it was fun. It was really cool. I always like to hang well, out with John and his, Anita Savage because they're always fun people to, to be around. 
Yeah, and that makes a difference. You know, when you're not mm-hmm. uh, when you're not investigating, you want to at least enjoy the company. You know, it's uh, because oh, yeah. many many times we go to the cabin um, and uh, we're celebrating something or having a good time or or and then an investigation breaks out eventually. Um, right. You know, many right. times we many times we go upstairs to the uh, to the Pink Pearl and it and uh, we go up there to investigate and then other things start happening up there and then when you go up there they're they're like what took you so long to, to get back to it right right and I think John yeah. Sullivan um, John Sullivan said a couple weeks headed to Tennessee to the Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. And he's thinking that he'll go to the cabin on March the 12th. I think Kimberly's going to go to the cabin on March the 12th. Michaela might go on March the 12th. And um, Brian said we're super excited to have people back out to the cabin. And let's see, Kimberly, she looks like she's headed to a social distortion gig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing the... Yeah, we're going to be here on March 12th. So I think we're going to have fun, but we still have to figure out when we're going to Belgrove. Yeah. We've got to make that happen. And I and, and yeah, I don't know if David Flowers is on here because I know last time, I think last time he he wasn't, but yeah. So I can't see who's on here unless they comment. Yeah. Uh I see. I do. I John, can see Diane Dennis on here. She's she's so cute. John she's got give a little us an fun. idea of what some good date, you know, and get back with us, um, and then we can we can um, plan something. Um, yeah, he, he said, if, "Let's talk about that, and he'll make it happen." Yeah, if anybody's never been to uh, Bell Grove, um, it's it's a pretty amazing place to have in Virginia. Uh, regardless of ghost hunting, it's a um, one of these historical gems that was, um, you know, has been uh, restored. Not a lot mm-hmm. changed with the house, but uh, over the years, kind of, kind of, you know, went into disrepair. But um, they've done a re- you know remarkable job of turning it into a nice bed and breakfast. But it's an historical yeah. home with uh, where uh, James Madison is that right? James Madison. Always going to confuse James Monroe or James Madison. One of the two. Um, was right. born. Well, Johnson is in trouble. Correct you in here. Yeah, it's, it's seven. You know, seventeen hundred, and uh, of course it had a, it played a part during the Civil War, and then. Um, and then after the Civil War as well. So anytime you have that much history and, and, and that area, so right across uh, the river, you've got Port Royal. And uh, Port Royal was a uh, – the Indians were there, the first people that settled in that area. And so right. people that have told me that have investigated in Port Royal um, – didn't know that history, but they were getting a lot of, um, you know, paranormal stuff that was dealing with Indians. And then it, you know, it came out that they, 
they had established that area well before it became a port town uh, during the 1700s, 1600s as well. So that whole area, and if you ever go through Port Royal, go through it at night as well, it's just incredible. It reminds me of a kind of a, uh, um, one of the, one of these towns that, you know, it's going to take a lot of people to, 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 you know, restore. Um, but some of the private Mm -hmm. homes have been restored. Just an amazing place. Um, and then with John, John Sullivan said James Madison was born in a cabin on site where the mansion now sits. Yeah, Kimberly so, said the whole area so, was Indian territory. Yeah, and, and, you know, of course it played a big part during the Civil War as well. That's why, and John, will, you know, John um, is always getting some great EVPs and things there, but he'll, he'll even tell you that, there are some regulars that they get, you know, some names that continue to pop up um, on a consistent basis, but that every once in a while they will get um, evidence of something else that's there that, that they hadn't uh, discovered in the past. So it's really a, um, a great place in uh, King George, Virginia, right across, right off of 301, right across the uh, the Rappahannock River there, um, heading towards King George. It's going to be on your left-hand side. Um, on the other side, it's Port Royal and, you know, and Hanover. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, John Sullivan said that there are 30-plus buildings standing that are from the 1700s. Wow. I didn't know there was that many buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, what he said. Wow. That's incredible. That's a lot. And That's I guess you're talking about Port Royal. Um, yeah. There are, and and uh, I belong to some Facebook groups that's, that go over the history of Virginia and things like that. And there are um, – there, there's one in particular that – it's funny – the picture that they showed on Facebook, and it, 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 you know, it's a black and white photo, but that picture has not changed. That house still looks exactly the same. I mean, it, it, you know, it's being, it seems like it's, it's been needed to be remodeled for a long time, and, and, and the upkeep, uh, you know, to keep it standing. But that house was one of the one of the uh, buildings that uh, John Wilkes Booth came to after he had uh, assassinated President Lincoln, came to Port Royal and hid there, and then ended up um, going a few miles down the road to. Um, um, going, I'm just you know, trying to. I'm sitting. I'm sitting over here thinking if I've really have I really stopped in to Port Royal. I think I've driven in that area, but, like, never really stopped, I don't think. I don't think I've ever really stopped there. I'm going to have to do a road trip. It's not that far. Yeah, do it, you know, do it during the day so that you can you can see the, um, the old homes 
and the and the yeah. and the smaller buildings that are still being you know that are privately owned and still being used and still you know some of them are being worked on then there's some buildings that are very very large that uh people have are trying to yeah Kevin, uh, trip. yeah I'm sorry yeah, Kevin, really, it's like road trip I haven't done it i've I've driven past it but I've got but I have like i said i i've not I don't think I've stopped at all. That's going to have to, since it's not that far away, I'm going to have to go on a road trip here. Yeah. You know, and, um, I am looking, I'm really looking forward to the the event at the Cabin on 360. That, you know, that place is really uh, special to a lot of people um, and the Brick Rancher. And it was you know, back in the fall, and, um, you know, we were down in the basement, and I, you know, I experienced that very, very large shadow figure that blew by me, I mean, very, very fast, uh, but right. it was, it was clear that it was not a shadow on the wall, and that's what kind of surprised me, because um, I thought it I thought it was odd that something would make a shadow on that side of the building because all the light is coming in from the windows above. So it would not cast a shadow on the wall below the windows. And so no right. other light was in the room that would cause that. And so when I looked up and I realized that the shadow was not on the wall, it was mm-hmm. off the wall and it, and it right. walked by me. But the size of it was amazing because I remember just in my mind as I caught it out of the glimpse of, you know, the corner of my eye, it going by me, it was from the almost floor to ceiling, you know, had to have been, you know, 10 foot tall as it, as it went by me and went by me fast. So Right. My, my sister's trying to sit here and remind me, but... We did stop and eat at Port Royal. Of course we did. But I have never, like, I have never personally driven around that area. I will stop there long enough to to eat something and stop off at that shop, and that is it. I mean, I have, yeah, I know where Port Royal is, but what I'm saying is I have never, like, been in it, like, been driving around it because we're always driving to, we're on our way to either Fredericksburg or Maryland. Jack White said hello, John Stevens, and so did um, David Flowers. He's on here a little late. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the little town of Port Royal, right before you get to the bridge, you take a right, mm-hmm. and there's a yeah, – actually, there's, there's a uh, – a, a, you know, a dock down there by the river. So some people use that as a boat ramp down there, and there's, a, I think, a little pier. Um, but then, you know, there's some um, old mansions that sit right there on that side on the water and um, and a church. And then, uh, you know, away from the water, uh, it, you know, the, the roads are your typical um, – a block layout, you know, each house has, has its own block. And the, those homes have, have all, you know, are still being used, most of them. 
are still being used. Uh, so it kind of reminds you a lot of uh, of Williamsburg, and we're talking about probably about the same time frame as well. Yeah, so, I think that's what John um, John Sullivan said. A couple hour of investigation. Um, I thought I thought he made a comment there. I'm sorry, I got to go back. I was trying to look through comments. Port Royal, he did. He ha- he's heard that others call Port Royal Little Williamsburg. Um, my sister told me to tell you hello, by the way. Let's see. Does she, Do you hear me? Uh, Do what? Has she finally moved? Yeah, she's finally moved to her new haunted location. <laughs> five minutes. It's five minutes from the cabin on 360. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, yeah. I, you know, since the last time we talked, I uh, was able to go. Uh, Jeff Watts came down from Ohio, and we went over to um, St. Albans and um, uh, down there in Radford. And that was the first time I'd had a chance to go. And now I know what all right. the fuss is about because oh. the place is absolutely huge. And I just felt like. You know, there's so much to to investigate, and you know what an opportunity, and and the place um, is is active now. You know, a lot of times where we were at, it didn't seem like much was going on, but um, you know, the the place can hold a lot of people, and it can also, you know, it's just really a neat place that, and they've always got stuff going on on there. I know some people have been there several, several times, and they'll and they'll tell you that it's you know one of their favorite places to go. And now I kind of understand why. Um, it, it it didn't it didn't disappoint me, and in fact, I'm looking forward to going back again. Um, Hi, Brandon. I haven't been yet, but Brandon yeah, I mean, says he loves it. That took me several times to go, you know, before things just kind of fell into place and was able to go. Um, um, you know, and, and Brandon's been—I know he's been several times—and and, and uh, his photography and all that stuff in that place—it's just a photographer's dream. It really is, especially if you were looking for uh, to make something really look spooky. That is that is the place. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have to go. I know John Sullivan says I'll have to go. It's a good place to go, but I got to get to Belgrove first. I'm writing my little list of places where I want to where I want to go. Right. I mean, you know, there's there's so many places in Virginia that mm-hmm. that that's you know that's kind of the why my my page exists because of all the places in Virginia, all the great teams that are constantly right. doing things. I mean, we haven't even... Right. And, and... Go ahead. Um, There's just, uh, you know, for instance, uh, the Wayside Inn up in Middleburg, you know, once that gets to going on a more regular basis, that's that's an incredible place. And, you know, they've had events you know, a couple of, couple of events last year. Hopefully, 
there'll be even more events there this year. And that's about, you know, a little bit over two hours from Richmond, but it's uh, kind of on the way to Winchester off of 81. Um, great place. Okay. And a lot of now, people have never been there, don't even know anything about it. No. But where's Dave? Wait a minute. Am I mixing up places, y'all? No, David Spinks' place, where is that at? That's not that the same location. That is Virginia. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's in... Now, that's right. That's right, because he's coming on my show, too. He'll be coming on um, towards the end of March. He's coming on. I... I I knew it was a little bit further because my girlfriend's from. He's coming on the last week and we the last Tuesday in March. My girlfriend and I talked about going, going there because she is from West Virginia. You got we David go Spinks coming. On. Yeah, I got David Spinks coming on at the end of March. We're going to talk about Bigfoot in his new shop. We're going to have oh, fun. Yeah, that's a- I tell you, David Spinks is a uh, is a really um, interesting character. Uh, you know, yeah. those that went to the Bigfoot conference last year and um, got a chance to to meet and see him, and and I I guess I didn't know that much about him at the time. Um, and he had been he had had an experience, a Bigfoot experience, when he was young. Uh, right. I didn't know he was into the paranormal as much as he was. Uh, so it was really interesting that, you know, he, you know, and, a, and he's an ex-cop. Um, I didn't know that. Hey, Brittany, he, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he has a lot of stories about, you know, as a police officer. And then, of course, interesting having a Bigfoot experience as a young, as a young kid. He was on a television show you know, where they told his story on the show. And so he spoke a lot about that at the Bigfoot conference. But then there was also, it was funny when they had a question and answer thing, at you know, for him at the end, when he, you know, spends like the last 10 minutes just taking questions. Uh, most of the questions weren't about Bigfoot. They were about the paranormal and, and ghost hunting and things like that. So I know yeah, um, yeah. on a night, had wanted to, I look forward uh, to him coming on. I look forward to yeah. him coming on the show. I, I mean, I got, oh, I got, a, I have a really good. I, yeah, I've got a good lineup for March. I've got um, John Savage coming the first Tuesday of March. I've got um, Michaela Stanley. She's a photographer. She did photography out of Old Housewood. She's going to be coming on the second week, and then of course I got you on the third week, and then um, the twenty second is actually going to be open mic night. And then the 29th is David Spinks. So I got a pretty good lineup for the month of March. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it. Um, so but what? Gonna... Um, I was going to say what? Have you have? Uh, did y'all get anything at the? Uh, Thing last weekend or anything like that, or have any any you know good experiences? Well, you know, um, we spent the majority. Hold on one second. At the photography, oh yeah, Michaela takes Michaela 
is like the bomb photographer. Like I can't wait for her to come on my show because we're going to be talking some of the things that she's experienced at Old House Woods. But her photography just blows me away. I mean, it just just what from what she shows me. She's on Facebook. She has a page too. Um, but uh, back with the Manor House, we we split up into groups. We did get a couple of. Um, REM pod hits in the cigar room, Jack White and I did, because we did um, a couple sessions together. But we, like John Savage, myself, and Anita, we spent the majority of our time creating theories and trying to redo um, some of the experiences that David Flowers had, you know, like with the chandelier um, and we spent time mostly like um, really writing down, or I spent time when I got home writing down questions on, you know, what I want to do next. Because once you start going to a location over and over, hello, Patricia, once you go to a location over and over, you start to gather your, you know, your research and your theories about that particular place. So we spent more time. John Savage, myself, and Anita really spent more time talking about things than investigating, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, They're I, fun I, I to investigate that, with. I mean, everybody, I it, that, it was fun to investigate with everybody there this past Saturday. I mean, it, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, and, and that's what it's about, too, is just having fun and enjoying people that you're around. Yeah, it's when, when things are slow, you know, but I'll, I often say that, you know, think, you know, that place wasn't hitting on much or that place was slow until somebody you were with presents this incredible piece of evidence and it's like oh wow you know i'll never say that about a location ever again and so you know i've been places i didn't think anything was happening and then you go back and review stuff and it's like uh obviously things were were a lot more active than i thought at the time yeah yeah i haven't done uh uh Fort Boykin or uh, Huger, um, Jack. I, I, I saw he had made a comment about that. Um, oh, I didn't see those, that. Oops, I'm sorry. No, those those type of things are. are I, I tell you what I like to do is I like to go around Richmond. There's a couple of forts that I'll go to in Richmond um, and hang out during the day or in the late evening. You can do this during the summer as the sun is setting. Uh, and on the eastern side of Richmond, there's um, they have some incredible um, earthworks and stuff still avail- still at Fort Harrison, and uh, uh, you know that that's a place that a lot of people go. I like to go there and bike ride through that whole area because there's no traffic, and there's you know there's hills, you know there's a lot of flat land, there's a lot of hills. But uh, it's just a great place to – a lot of people just go and, and walk their dogs and stuff like that. But that fort is incredible. And that, cool. um, and, and that fort is very active. Um, 
And so those are the types of places people ask me all the time, where can I go to investigate um, without paying an arm and a leg? And I understand that, you know, a lot of times the reason there's a charge is because uh, the, not the people that are putting it on are trying to make money. It's just the money's going to towards costs of, of renting the place, um, or right. you know, there's money's going. You know, 100 percent of the proceeds are going to and then um, to a special cause, or maybe to the to the event location itself. So right, right. Uh, but there are places that you can go that are free, but. As I saw somebody on another page this week was talking, um, they really want to get into ghost hunting, and they want to know places to go. And, you know, somebody I was glad somebody finally said it, said, hey, you, you better get permission before you go anywhere if it's private land. Um, right, right. You know, so right. You, you don't, don't want to get into trouble. Up. Right, and don't go – you know, investigating in a in a cemetery. Um, you know, if there if there are lots of people around and stuff like that, you know, don't make it awkward for people. And you and definitely don't go after dark. Uh, it, you know, just make sure that you're always doing things on the up and up. Um, there, you know, that's how metal detecting got a bad name is because so yeah. many people felt like they had to get an edge on people and the only way they could do that was to start doing things illegally, going to these places at night and digging stuff up and um it's really a shame. So Right. That's why when when places like for my page when I put events on, these are these are reputable people putting on the events. And the places that the events are taking place at are, you know, allowing people to come to their location, opening mm-hmm. it up uh, for investigating. And and there's right. there's rules in place and safety, and you don't have to worry about um, chaos. Uh, you know, and there's several. Um, people that are putting on great events um, and, and also a lot of private teams that don't put on events, but they, they'd like to participate in these. And I, and I love that mm-hmm. because I've had a chance to meet a lot of these teams and, and, and now some of them are starting to uh, kind of do things a little bit different, like uh, have smaller groups and go, go in places. So right. it's great, and seeing some of these um, groups from all over Virginia kind of getting together, and then them as a group going somewhere. You know, that's I, I know that people were going up to um, the Ohio um, State uh, Reformatory as a big, you know, as a big group get together. Uh, this summer, um, yeah. there are several groups getting together going to St. Albans. Um, so th- that's always exciting. And, and and Sullivan will tell you that, you know, he, he hooks up with, um, you know, John and Lynn Harris and, and Covert Paranormal and, and 
you know, a few other groups, and, and they go uh, to a lot of these places. Um, you could pool your money. And because some of these places, they want a lot of money to, to investigate. And so if you get several people involved, it really, really does cut the cost down, and you can thoroughly enjoy it. Right, right. That's true. I would like to go to some more. I would like to go to some untouched places. Hi, Yvonne. I would like to yeah, go there. to, like, untouched places where where it's not as big as, like, St. Albans and Bell Grove and the Manor House. I mean, those are those to me are bigger places. But, like, I would like to go to, like, untouched places. Does that make sense? y'all without like offending anybody <laughs> yeah because i'm not I mean, trying if, to if, i always say that like in your in your chat you know people can put put in the chat of places that they know will allow events to take place or maybe it's event or event locations that you hope would become available um, realistically, yes. come available. Yes, untouched. Yeah, Desiree said pure. John Sullivan says untouched. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Without, you know, I mean, because there's so many people that's been to a lot of the places that we talked about. Um, yeah, David Flower said West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville was thirteen hundred dollars for the night. But I, I would like to, like, go to untouched new places where not anybody's ever been. Like, like I'll give you an example. There's these woods off of New Kent um, going towards New um, – what is it? It's going towards New Kent Road. What's that route off of 33 that goes to the West Point? Is that 33, John, or is that Route 3? 33. It's okay, 33 on Route 33. I mean, it's just your ordinary park, but not. I don't think it's just an ordinary park. I really think that I could get some EVPs off of there, just like Newport News Park one time going there. I got a, a really good EVP there walking one of the trails. That, that's what I was talking about, like untouched places. Yeah, it's. I tell you, a place that was untouched uh, for a long time until last year, um, but there are a lot of other places just like this, the Tucko Plantation, and the oh, ghost stories that were out of there before, you know, before um, Haunted Nights uh, went, was able to get in there and do a, um, a a big group investigation. They're going back this year um, in March. Um, I, I remember I went last year. I believe it was in July, and it was wow! It was hot. It was a hot July evening. Um, and yeah. but this time March, but this that's a place uh, that's right outside of Richmond, that where Thomas Jefferson the first um, few years of his life, until his dad moved them um, to the mountains. So he was he was born there, went to school there as a young young kid, and of course the the actual little schoolhouse is still there, unchanged. Um, nice. The 
itself is incredible, but all the outbuildings as well were, um, were amazing. But there are a lot of places like that that are in private hands today that you yeah. that right now, you know, it's like trying to pry their fingers off of it for a little bit just to give a chance to get in there and investigate. Um, right. I know there are people out there right now that have homes that, are not famous homes. They may be older homes, but they could open it up and allow right. people to come and investigate. Um, and I've had some people recently tell me that they've gone and done some private investigations for families who thought their house was on it. And now they're trying to, um, now that they've been there a couple of times and, and, and shown the people their evidence, Mm-hmm. You know, trying to talk them into maybe allowing a group to come in and investigate, a group of people um, to pay and come and investigate. Um, so that's how kind of things they got to get started and started slow. The right. historical locations around Virginia are, you know, are massive compared to any other state. It's not even a comparison. Um, but they're but also our, in our state, there's a big stigma attached with ghost hunting and investigating. And so a lot of the places don't want anything to do with it. True. Very uh, true. And there have been some that have allowed it and, and have reaped the benefits of it. But those are few and far between, and we're trying to get more of them. Can't, we can't, That's true. you know, eventually... In a few years, we just can't keep going back to the same places. Some of them you can, but some of, you're going to have to always have some some fresh locations. Right. That that so, I agree with you on. I mean, there's some there's some places that I go that are repetitious, but I like going there because I'm beginning to run theories and things like that when it warms up, Kimberly, and I'll be back at Old House Woods doing our investigations and running equipment and. Um, you know, the manor house is the other is the other place that I like to go because I just like to develop different theories of, and I have different questions, you know, for each place. And um, but yeah, I like to go to new places as well. Trying out different think, stuff, you know. Yeah, I think it's always cool get to kind go of a Right. I think spirits kind of get used to you, and they. I think sometimes they even might get bored with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I don't know if it's boredom or, or what, but there, sometimes shaking things up a little bit will get responses. I mean, and there's other, yeah. there's different ways you can do that. So, right. you know, sometimes equipment, New pieces of equipment that come out have a um, that true. someone maybe hadn't thought of before. You know, you go back a yeah. you know a few years ago when 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 the Boo Bear came out. What a great idea! You know, mm-hmm. to put something like that into a stuffed animal and to get responses. And then the um, 
all the the paralytes and things like that that sensors that go off and now we've got body cams and and we've yeah. got room cams and and sensors of every sort that we didn't even have that stuff three or four years ago so all that's right all that's pretty pretty new and new new stuff that's coming and and I tell you it takes sometimes it takes just those type of people that are inquis- inquisitive and like to build things they'll they'll right. just end up building do yeah i mean I, I i i used to follow uh huff paranormal and when he when he was at, you know he's famous for using the um the the spirit box the, the you know the one of the original frank boxes and and those things and the and the um the evidence he was getting from his spirit box and he was having people begging him to for him to make them one and stuff like that and 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 then since then other other people have started to make similar things and that that really you know to actually hear a spirit speak um, yeah it it can be very interesting you know the other techniques that people are using you know there's uh you know we've kind of stumbled on one with a pink pearl and it's kind of different in a way but in a way it's it's um something that can be used there right. are um not only not only techniques but um there you know i i've investigated with, with someone who has a uh a um i don't know i i, I can't remember what the name of it is but when you he can ask questions and the questions can be made um in the voice of a child a little girl little boy that's asking the question. So it's really cool. So oh, cool. when the spirits respond to a child asking the question, you know, as opposed to an adult asking the question. Um, so all that's being needs to be researched, tried. Um, I'm kind of curious of what people like to do. I mean, you know, for the longest time, people's, sat around tables and had to touch pinkies and, and think that seances were the only way to try to reach the spirit world. Um, and thank goodness now that we have technology that helps right. kind of with that. But it's... That's true. I, I You know, I prefer... Um, seeing the evidence and having the evidence collected, um, whether that be in the form of an EVP that's on a recorded thing where I can take right. that recording and save it, or a picture that someone yep, has captured. And the picture's never going away. It's it's there. Right. So, but when, when people tell me they've had an experience, all the and but they don't have any kind of record of it. It's a great story, 
Right. Right. That's what David Cowery says all the time. You know, where's the evidence? Um, That's what David Flower says all the time. Um, Where's the evidence? But, you know, sometimes things just happen like when they happen and you can't catch it because everything happens so it happens so fast. Yeah, like the shadow. Thing. I mean, there are there are people I'm sure that would fabricate a story, but I'm going to tell you one thing: I would never fabricate anything if I tell you that something happened. It happened, you know, just like working at the museum that one time, and I had that door cracked, and that rocking chair was rocking so fast back and forth, it wasn't wind. It was not the wind that caught that chair. And I went to go get my camera to record it, and as soon as I got to the door, it stopped. Like somebody just went and stopped. I've had a couple incidences occur the last two weeks at the museum um, with a picture flying off the window, window sill. Yeah, but that, that museum, museum. Has, has a lot of paranormal activity. It's a very old building. Very very old building, and yeah. a lot of things have gone through there and happened there, and you know, so that's a that's a very believable thing that happened, personal experience. Um, yeah, and, it's, and it's if, an untouched place. It's untouched. That is one of the untouched places. Um, out, you know, but there the town is very particular on on certain situations like that. No, our museum doesn't it doesn't have security cameras unfortunately, but it just you know, I've had two incidences the last two weeks and, you know, the 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 uh, Cloyd who used to be the curator of the museum did pass away a few weeks ago. It's gonna be going on three I think now. And um I knew when he passed away that some things were going to be happening at that museum because I'm like, oh, now he can come in here whenever he wants to, you know, um, being passed away and all. And I've had two weekends of stuff occurring there. And the the picture that I'm referring to sat in the back of the – sat in the window for – it's been in there for two and a half years. That, went, that picture has never moved. People walk in and out of that museum. Um, and that sucker flew off of that. And when I say flew, it, it was as if somebody smacked it right off of the windowsill and it went about two feet into the floor. And it scared the crap out of me because I was at my computer. I was nowhere near that picture. Scared me. And then when I picked it up, I flipped it over and I looked at the back and the back was tattered. And I think, honestly, that was Cloyd trying to say, hey, you need to get up off your ass and move this picture to where it's not getting, sun, you know, sun damage because he was really particular about photographs at the museum, where they were stored, where did we put them, to keep them out of certain areas. And I really think that was him trying to say, hey, move this, please, to somewhere else. Yeah. That's just my you know, and unfortunately, I didn't have the the video evidence of it because it happened so quickly. Um, it just it happened very fast. Same thing with the door locking on me the weekend prior to that. That door has had duct tape on it to prevent it from locking for a couple years because it would lock and we couldn't get it unlocked. Well, that sucker sure did 
lock. And there's, I have no explanation for why it locked. It shouldn't have locked. And then after going back and forth three or four times trying to get the proper key to work, it unlocked as if nothing, as if somebody said, oh, okay, let me unlock it for you, and it, bam, unlocked itself, and it opened like nothing. And I've never had those experiences. I've worked there for over, it's going to be five years now. It is home of the mystery Yeah, that's an amazing place. Um, Yeah. And, you know, there, and, and that would be a great place if they ever allowed um, people to investigate, you know, the thing is, is on some of these places that we would like to investigate, mm-hmm. some of them are very small and probably would not be able to hold yeah. a very large group. Um, yeah, the museum the, you know, would be able to. Yeah, the museum yeah, is it's, small. It's, you know that. I mean, two-store. It's a two-floor building. It's um we have the Mitchell Map Room, we have the main floor, and then we have the basement downstairs, but it's really it's really not that big. Yeah, and but it's a it's a beautiful building. It's a, a lot of a lot of times when you go into some of these places they have it are having it at this location because mm-hmm. they can have a certain amount of people there because it's not worth it if you don't have a certain amount um right to you know of of to make it public uh i mean there's there's some there's some actually i've had a chance last year for me personally to to, to investigate some places uh that were new to me um and i'll right. have some more opportunity to do more of that this year i want to do um the, the you know the Wisconsin battleship down in Norfolk, um, right? You know, and there's some other the other locations. I've also uh, like coming up. I know that they're getting ready to have a uh, investigation at the Chesterfieldville Jail, uh, and and that's not a very very large building either. Yeah, um, some of the buildings are really tiny. We got about. I'm, I'm trying to keep track. We got about four minutes left. Yeah, you, on you know the time. bad thing is is you is the is the contamination when you have multiple yeah. groups in the same building. It's really frustrating right. to uh, to go places and and they have a you, you get noise and you have to you have to distinguish what was possibly paranormal and what was probably just a bleed over from another group. Right. Right. That's what um, you gotta watch. That's the I would say the museum, if we ever did anything out there, the max on that would be five because there is no way that it could be a big group of people unless you did ten people and rotated them from the inside to the backyard. Because it's yeah. just it is that small, and it that museum is so small you could see through the cracks of the floor. All you got to do is look down, and you can see the basement right through the floor. Right, <laughs> that's how right. small it is. <laughs> yep, and you're going to hear hear everything that's going on below you. Yeah, I mean that's and and yeah. uh, you know Pamplin Park is a, yeah. is a great place that can 
that can actually have a lot of people because you have multiple locations, multiple buildings spread yeah. out over a whole, you yeah. know, many acres. So you, you could have a countless number of, of people investigating that pamphlet. Yeah. Um, pamphlet and never have a new place, Jack White. I don't think Jack yeah, White's been to Pamphlet Park. Yeah. Oh, but that cross Yeah, we got about two two minutes left. Jack said he wanted to investigate something new. I agree. Yeah, I mean and I think I mean there's nothing wrong with going out of state, you know, to some of these places because there are some excellent places in Pennsylvania and um you know, West Virginia and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, um, there's a there's a big conference, um, American Hauntings uh, conference out in, I believe it's in Alton, Illinois. Uh, right. That's, that's one of the biggest, uh paranormal conferences around, and they you know. They get some huge crowds now out there, but there's a lot of places to investigate in, in that little town. Right. Uh, right. I'm going to, let's see, that, I got about a minute left. Yeah, oh, fun day. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of, true. There's, there's a lot of events coming up. Uh, as as yeah. I always like to plug, if, if, you're a, if you're at a place and someone's interested in investigating, interested in finding events, uh, you know, please send them to, to my page. Um, yes, because Virginia typically, I, I, Right. I try to, I try to catch all the, all the events that are going on and, and make sure that people are aware of them and, and, you know, um, and, and we're talking about public events, but I also like to publish what people may have gotten at private events that they've gone to. Uh, yeah. And their evidence, so, which is always fascinating. So, thank you, yeah, for having me on again. Yes. And, uh, I and then maybe you next coming month, on. Yeah, next month we'll have I some other events. <laughs> yes, I appreciate you coming on. I got 30 seconds left before I have to jump off of this and then go. I got to go on Ryan's show because I'm doing double shows tonight. <laughs> oh, good. So uh, I appreciate you coming on. I'm going to kick you off. <laughs> yeah, I'll see everybody at the. Uh, if I don't see people at the manor house, I'll see you at the cabin on the 12th. Okay. I will see you either way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. Well, thank you again. I'll tell everybody I said hi. I will. All right. See y'all. All right. All right. Thanks. Yep. Bye.
Hello? Hello? Uh, we're fine. I see you on I see you on Block Talk. You can't you can't hear me? Through the Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Not through my phone. I don't get what it's doing there. I don't, I don't see uh, Jerry on here yet. Me, uh, That's all right. We're going to get our shit together, folks. This is what we're trying to do. I'm going to put you back on. There there you are. All right. You're, now you're on Now you're on Block Talk. So I'm on. Can you hear me? You're on both. Here, I, you're on Block Talk and you're on. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome back to the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show. It is good to be back. We were just here on Sunday, but we had some uh, technical difficulties. So, like, you know what? I got to do another show. We had some problems. Technical difficulties. That happens with Blog Talk a lot. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and put Jerry on as well. We um, I'm unmuted. Yay! Oh. There you are. <laughs> we were we were going to um do uh some taste tests on like do a Facebook Live and do taste tests and stuff, but uh we couldn't we couldn't figure out how to how to start the live show. Um, there was no like no live button on Facebook for some reason, so we we was kind of spent like 20 minutes on on the show trying to figure that shit out and then uh, yeah, we some yeah yeah then we yeah. did uh go ahead are y'all doing stream yard are you on stream yard right now i'm on stream yard right now i, I sent you didn't i sent you the link right yeah, yeah. i'm not on i'm getting on there now <laughs> yeah i'm coming so end up going on youtube <laughs> And eat, drink, eating some pretty uh, interesting food on Sunday night. They had some weird, like, black bean jelly candy thing. Not good. Not good. All right. There she is. All right. The spiritual freeze on the front. Get ready to start. All right. What is that echo thing? I got to figure that out. There wasn't an echo for you before you came on, Jerry. What are you, what are you doing now? I've got <laughs> missing. It, it never fails with me in StreamYard. It never freaking fails. <laughs> hmm. You know, it's weird. Jerry's coming through my phone, but you're not, Holly. This phone. <laughs> what phone? I have no idea. We'll we'll figure that out uh, when the when the podcast comes out and there's a bunch of dead space when you're supposed to be talking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what's the um? My phone off speaker. That's probably what it is. I was like, I can't. I'm gonna have to fire you. This is my first time using um, StreamYard. 
Well, I haven't I haven't been able person. to figure out the um, echoes yet. With uh, that's why I don't have people. Um, see, I can hear an echo, and I can't figure out where that comes from. It's so frustrating. Yeah, it is, it is a little bit frustrating. I'm trying to figure out what what's the right thing to do here. Now I can't hear anybody. I got you. Got you off speakerphone. We're still coming through. Let me see something. We are professional radio people here, guys. <laughs> Not help. today, bitch. No. Um, That's what you get for oh, swinging the ties. I know, right? <laughs> mm, Angie got, got me some McDonald's. Spiritual food. Spiritual food, oh, yeah. Boom. Oh. RJ's upset about something. What'd you do to RJ now? God, don't, what do I do to RJ? He's <laughs> definitely a mama's boy. That is for sure. So, this was uh, definitely a last minute thing. So, I definitely appreciate you guys coming on the show and uh, chatting tonight. Hopefully, it doesn't sound like this, 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 the whole, whole, whole time, 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 time. But I wanted everybody does the streaming on and instead of the walk talk, which I know is your baby platform, you can actually stream from stuff like um, another platform and it goes on Spotify, Apple, and everything like Walk Talk. You know, I am starting to uh, seriously think about going someplace else as far as, like, doing our shows and stuff because, you know, if we're doing StreamYard, Jerry's got her StreamYard thing set up. We can start doing Spreaker or whatever. It's just... I just need... What is that noise? I think it's the speaker I'm trying to see... Let me see. Can you hear it now? I'm just wondering if it's if it's like with me being on the phone with me. I'm trying to see if I can hold on. Let me see if I can put that down. Hello. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure it out, Ryan. You're the techie people. Do what? I said, Joe, I'm a techie people. Let's go. I don't even know how to share my stream to YouTube. You're the one who's got it all over the place. <laughs> You're the tech person. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here looking pretty. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Did you just how say that you're mom? just there looking pretty? Is that what you said? Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> pretty. 
How's your mom doing? She's doing fine. She's in the kitchen. Working on her working on her crossword puzzle thingy. There was a place for um echoing in here somewhere. Well, it's like it's coming through this the speaker. It's coming through my phone, so it's coming through different sources. That's where the echo is coming from. So I don't know how to, how to stop that from happening unless, huh, I have an idea. I'll be right back. All right, let's see here. <laughs> so I've got, I wonder you, I got my, if I I wonder if I got off of the phone. I'm gonna try something. Hold on a second. I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna which cell phone number is mine? Because I'm not using my phone. Okay, I'm gonna hang up. Hold on, real quick. We're gonna figure this shit out before. Can't post comments to Facebook. Uh, what? All right, can you hear me now? All right, yeah. All right, did that cut down on any of the echoing? Because if you're on, if you're on Streamyard and you're doing, you're recording blog talk, then it should be able to be recording me talking without me being on the phone, right? Yeah, I'm. I've got you. I got my ear, my ear potted now, so. It should not be echoey anymore. All right, so as long as the person, so like, okay, if you have somebody on your show and you're putting them on StreamYard, technically, they don't have to call into the studio. So, and you're putting them on So like Holly, Holly, if if she's just, if she's on her, if she called in, technically she could hang up. Oh, okay. Because you're going to be able to hear us anyway, because you're recording it. Oh, okay. stuff, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, too. I guess. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I, don't, I, I thought maybe it, it would sound like it was distant because it was recording off, it was recording since it was on my phone. Well, I mean, that's what I figured. Like, one of the things where you can figure it out, you know, with just the three of us, kind of, you know, more like a practice show. Yes, yes. This this isn't like, this isn't like educational hour here. This is spiritual hour. We're not supposed to, you know, power hour. Yeah, I got to feel my vibrations. Shut off. Um, I'm, I'm, right. You know what, Holly, you're right. Hold on. We've got to check that real quick. All right, Brian. All right. Are How do you do that? Get on, get on, get on your. Are you on your cell phone now? Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it on, on the computer screen. Yeah, 
Okay, fine. Go to your Facebook where your own profile is. Yeah. And then you'll see where it's showing friends. Change that to from friends to public. There you go. Look at you. You are on it. That's because I had to learn the hard way, girlfriend. So go to my my Facebook page. On your own Facebook page, your own profile, where you see your live stream running right now. Well, I don't see a live stream running right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it. Hang on, I gotta make myself again. All right, let's see. All right, so when I want to go to the page, all I see is Ryan C. Jones plans to go live. Uh, do 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 do. Oh, no, nope, go back. No, go back. Come on. All right. Edit post, edit post, turn off notifications, turn off transitions, edit date, move the trash, move the pin post. <laughs> there is nothing that says go public. Edit audience. There might be work. All right, public. There we go. Yay! All right. There we go. And we go boom. All right. John Stevens, do we sound okay? Oh, see, this is, man, this is a chore. Oh, you got to once you get the hang of it, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be able to interact with everybody on live, too. It makes it a lot easier and funnier. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, uh. Okay, so, okay, so I guess in the future when you have people on the show, they don't have to call into the blog talk saying if you're doing screen art because it's recording from blog talk because you're already called in anyway. Yeah. Right. Just so, like not everybody wants to be do the camera thing. So Right. Not everybody does. Most people don't. I just, yeah. Honestly, I just have people call in and I have them on a separate phone. It's That's what I do. It's easier that way. You know? And I just... I, I do like the Facebook Live to just get more eyes on on the people, their ears on the people who are getting telling their stories and stuff. But doing stuff like this, which is the three of us chatting, it's uh, I think it's more fun to do it this way. Plus, okay. we won't talk over each other. Okay. There we go. It's not that far away. Tina said we sound far away. Not you, Ryan, but me and Holly do. But no, I don't think I think you sound I think you sound I think you sound fine. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just her speaker. Is, is she on the phone? Is she calling? Does she call in? Maybe it's her phone. Yeah, she's called in now. She's oh, okay. Talking, so I don't know. That's what happened to me. I I. I went on Facebook and all of a sudden my shit started playing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, we can start this. Let's dig in. Yeah, let's do it. So do you have do you have any um retreats coming up here, Holly? 
Here's something you want to talk about. Um, in Illinois, and um, so the dates on all that you guys can check out. I've watched the spiritual retreat. I don't know about the top of my head. <laughs> that was done, so he, he stays on it. Well, they have until the end of March to figure it out. Is it sold out, or is there, are there still tickets available? Not much left, so if you guys want to learn more about the retreat, you can also go to my website, which is intuitivehealerholly.com, and um, yeah, there's all kinds of information on there about what we do a rundown, but pretty much that whole weekend was to teach you a very um, uh, fast crash course on how to um, how to go through meditation processes, out-of-body exploration, um, energy healing, things like that. We just like give everybody these fast tips that can help you tap into your abilities, um, and not just that, it's for the spiritual growth and finding the inner and using that and opening the doorway, which some people are not ready for. <laughs> I'm watching Jerry. What what are you doing down there? I was demonstrating oh. the smile for Holly. Oh, you are you are you doing the sign language? The spiritual sign language or something? <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll do the little things on the bottom. You know, she said it. So be in tune with your intuition. There you go. Uh, do it. Hey. Open up the doorway. <laughs> Open up and walk right in. That's right. Like you should have you should have uh, Jerry sitting next to you guys the whole the whole time. Whatever you do, your your uh, your escapes or whatever. And have and have Holly sitting next to you the whole time. Yeah, you should you should have Jerry sitting next to you guys the whole time. Whatever you do, your your escapes or whatever. And have have them like doing the sign language, just in case you don't understand what you're, what you're talking about. The door? What are you talking about? You know, the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you now. And Jerry's got some. Uh, you got an event coming up here soon, too. You, you'll be doing some teaching as well. We got the Spooky Paranormal 101 class over at uh, the Banner House coming up on the 4th. That's exciting. So we still do have some tickets available to that. They're $50, and it's going to be from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. The equipment's included, and we're just going to teach the fees and don't and the metaphysical sides of paranormal investigating. Paranormal investigating got to be David Flowers and myself. That sounds like fun. Down there, I'm sorry, I'm it's over right there down there. Let me tell you a story about a fan. I feel like the lady brother. Finish a yarn. She's so funny. Rock and Earl. Oh shit. Do 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 do. There's a lady in it. Live chat. Well, no one's talking to us. Unless I don't see any freaking people talking to us. Nobody. Nobody's anybody. Apparently, people don't need to get spiritual with us. Sorry. It's okay. I'm not gonna cry. Well, talk, talk a little bit about your retreats. I mean, what do those entail? They sound like they'd be really fun to go to. Um, so there's different things. Um, pretty much it's a whole package of spiritual guidance all everybody that comes in for the retreat and the time they step in. Uh, for the retreat, we, um, you know, you kind of just get a feel for somebody's energy and just start putting together a plan for them spiritually. And uh, we do group meditations, teach everybody how to grow themselves, how to protect themselves, show themselves. 
Um, we go through the basics, and depending on, we fill out our people that come through for the retreat. We'll have more advanced retreat, uh, lessons for some people that are coming through. Um, and we like to put them together. So, um, because we feel like they're on the same kind of learning level, um, and it, it, it's just, it's really cool to see how everybody interacts with each other's energies and then how also they find this within themselves, this magic, right, that we've had our whole life that nobody ever fucking told us about because it's a person of control, which is, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> very spiritual, very, um, uh, very nature-y. Uh, we really don't go anywhere except around the areas where we have the retreat. Um, it's just more about relaxation and letting go of the outside influences of the world. Um, and again, just teaching, teaching people how to tap into their own consciousness, talking about how to use your left, right, left brain, right brain concepts. Um, it, goes, it goes deep sometimes. Um, and um, it's fun to watch the people, how much that they can affect mm-hmm. um, their own lives. And yeah, I think, you know, sometimes it's hard for people, you know, like myself included, to really, uh, you know, let yourself go and trust yourself and believe in yourself that you can actually, you can actually accomplish that. Because yeah. you think you've got to be born with the special abilities to uh, reach that, that spiritual plane that uh, I think a lot of people are trying to get to now. That's you know, the kind of reason why I want to talk to you girls was just because you are there. You know, Jerry, you do your you do the Reiki stuff, and I know Holly, you, you do your meditation and and your and your spiritual stuff. Oh. Say hi. There's Jerry and Holly. I right, look at this. Smells good too. Oh, sh- <laughs> got a gnat up your nose. It's a, it's your spirit guide. Didn't you make the CD of your flute playing? I haven't yet.
want to learn how to play a flutey flute. It ain't that hard. I'll play the tambourine. I can do that. I'll play the bongos. Oh, Very relaxing. I get a CD out there so I can do it on my Reiki session. There we go. Or at least, at least put it on a download so I can, you know, that, because that's the music I play when I do my session. I mean, seriously. 
sure how to get us back to that point where we can all be connected. what you can control, you know, yeah. worrying about the halftime show or worrying about, you know, stupid shit like that, you know, it's fun to talk about, I guess, but, you know, well, take it to a certain point. Else. People will not argue about that. So the fear, that fear that's out there, that's that negative energy that everybody's feeling. If you guys have noticed, we have the new, 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 yeah. It was just one after another. There's so many different things that is happening that people are just so blinded to that not. Because yeah. there's so many more awoken people right now than ever. And they're scared. And that's a lot of energy. 
being an empath as just your own, but think as a whole because their energy affects your energy. So this shift that we're going through is going through waves, and we just got through out of one of those waves, and that energy sucks ass. I'm talking like the biggest ass ever. <laughs> you know, I. Everyone talks about like Mercury and retrograde and all that stuff. I don't know what that even means. Um, I,
This is this is this shit's yeah, real? What the hell? trying to get back into it you know it's uh not as good as I used to be she's going to sleep we're going to close our eyes we're going to meditate right now Sometimes people think meditation is just sitting there for like 20 minutes, not thinking about stuff, you know. But it can't be fast like this, though. Is this really where my sacred space? Is this really where I want to be, or is it, or is it the beach? Or then I start arguing with myself about what's my sacred space. And I'm like, oh god. Now I don't even work hardly with my separate space, but that ain't for everybody that's on a 
more advanced levels of teachings and learning. But for the last whatever years, I've used my psychic space very beneficial. I've been pulled up to the records from there. I've connected with my spirit guides. I've connected with other people. It's mm. just a very, very cool process. And the psychic space, I always ask everybody, where is your psychic space? They'll say, well, it's in my room. No, the hell it ain't. No, where the hell it ain't. <laughs> I think the hard part for a lot of people, myself included, is just staying focused and not letting other things like infiltrate the sacred space while you're there. You know, staying focused but not worried about, oh, I got to go pick up so and so. Oh, I've got to do this later on and compartmentalize. Yeah. Respect, you know, introspect. Yeah, but the sooner you face it and you realize what I what you need to do to make the changes to be more open up. See, now I'm doing it with the uh, sign language. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. direction. Is there a choice to go down that road or not, you know? Yeah. They'll figure it out eventually. But some people don't want to. Some people are happy just living in the world, doing, doing what they have to do. therapy session in order for them to do that you have to go to that place mm-hmm. 
then you pro well what I do is I go to my place but then I focus on breathing. Yeah. Breath. And a lot of people don't focus on breath because your your mind starts, oh I gotta go pick this up. Oh I better pay yeah. this up, right yeah. I think I forgot to pay it. Oh my God. And then you stop everything. Yeah. And then I gotta come back down and say and start focusing back on breath in order to like, where I'm going. like I would try doing uh like lucid or like um actual projecting, I, I would get to that point where I just relaxed enough, but then I'd pull myself back in because I, I just didn't trust, like Kimberly said, trust yourself. I didn't, couldn't let go. Like, remember those those paintings or those pictures you see at the mall where you stare at something for a long time and a, and a um, image comes out? I would get to right to that point where I'd just be unfocused enough, and then it, my eyes would focus back back up. something I was trying to do. That's probably what it was. Yeah. But either way, it just depends on your body energy and how 
um, how fast to go into those website. Yeah, because this was like you're, it's like you lie in bed, you lay, lay perfectly still, and yeah. you know, but it wasn't like I was trying to. It wasn't like I was trying to go to sleep. Well, like it wasn't. It wasn't bedtime. I was. Yeah. Out of body work, yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's a huge umbrella. Mm -hmm. I mean, after the election, always, you know, being in my crack on the wall, and it's always at night, and it's always spontaneous, and it's like I'm in the room, but I'm not in the, I'm in the room, but I'm on another plane of existence, and I, it took me a while to realize that after I finished it, I've seen, because it was in the room okay. with me, but appreciate it and really to get a grasp on it like a lot of people will be watching these shows on tv and they see that they see the evidence but you know it could be faked i don't you know you don't know for sure until it actually until you actually experience it for yourself and you know for sure there's something out something else out there and yeah, the more out there that we can that we can see Yeah, that's that's true. I, mean, I think um, 
we don't have a good support system to help you guide you through what you know what you're dealing with. It's hard to. Uh, well, if you think about it from the start of time of religion, and this is not a debate or anything like that, this is just the truth of it. And religion was created for control, um, and not just control. People like in history, we have it in the conspiracy way and in the way it really happened. It's very rotting right now. Um, but anyway, the, the control that men have over other men, because God don't choose what's right and wrong. It's men who choose right and wrong, right? So men have control over others, and we, in return, uh, have people where we want them, and they can fear, right? Mm-hmm. Because the biggest fear we're going to realize, I know I'm mindless, we're going to hell or the world is tomorrow. So I hate tell everybody the world is not now. Um, no offense to religion, but I'd rather just go the spiritual route where I can connect directly to God and I don't have to worry about your rules and regulations because of the God's middleman. Yeah, you know? That's just the truth of it. Yeah. It's all the same. It's all the same. No matter what you call your God, it's all the same. And I'm hating someone because they don't match up to what another man wrote. And and that's just part of it. Jesus was a Christ consciousness, just like Buddha was, just like all these other gods were, just like people are. Yeah. You can sit and talk with someone and see that Christ consciousness in someone. Feel it, you know it, you just know. I don't know. If you just know, <laughs> yeah. If you ever sit and talk with someone who just resonates with you, that just chills like my Angelo. But people like that that change the world with their love and compassion, and people who just do it out of wanting to help. Oh, sure. I mean, it's just people love fast, man. Just say it. <laughs> like, you, like I said, keep. Just, just, you can go just. You connect, go straight to the big guy or big girl, big woman, big big it, whatever it is. <laughs> you cut out the middleman. Why not just do that? Yeah. I choose. I think you know something that people need to understand is that when you put a cap on what you are, then that's when you cap your knowledge. So the knowledge is endless. We are the ones. All right. Well, hang on one second. One second. I've got to. A blog talk show is about to end, so I want to say uh, we'll be back here. Same freaking awesome time, same freaking awesome channel. We have oh god, I forgot who we have on the show next week. Well, I'll get you, I'll get stuff out. Uh, we're going to continue on uh, Streamyard for a little bit longer, guys. So uh, those of you on Blog Talk, check us out on Facebook Live or can see us on Streamyard. I'm going to go ahead and end the Blog Talk part of it now. So.